যদি তোর ডাক শুনে কেউ না সে তবে একলা চলো রে একলা চলো একলা চলো একলা চলো একলা চলো রে যদি তোর ডাক শুনে কেউ না সে তবে একলা চলো রে one of my proudest moments in life is being awarded by the employees choice as mericom of my current organization for being the fighter tum boxer hai abhi tak to sirf fighter hai lekin agar tum sikhayega to boxer bhi ban jayega bas 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 tum bahut jiddi hai yes i'm a fighter ladki hu ladna jaanti hu My name is Deepshika Bhomik and I'm going to share my story with you today. We'll start at the very beginning. I come from uh, as they call zamindar family which was uh, the Bhomiks of the Bangladesh. They were uh, the zamindars there who later on came to India. Paternal grandfather was a manager in uh, chai bagans of assam and herai jo soritra burke bol herai jaboni ki karshyong he was also classmate of nilratan sarkar the daksaite doctor my fathers were five brothers and two sisters my mom was uh, two sisters and seven brothers and huge family all of them stay very near to us close to us my father an advocate a philanthropist a social activist a public figure a well revered politician and a sharp robust educated passionate fearless fighter my father a well known figure in howra mr utpal bhomik i proudly have adapted to some of his traits jodi tor dak shune kyo na aaya she tabe ekla chalo re my arrival in mom's womb was welcomed by durga puja in our premises it is a time of the year when their mother goddess descends to earth to restore good in the world i was born in howrah in the year 1984 same year aryan lady indira gandhi demised fellow citizens It is with a heavy heart that I speak to you this evening. Millions of Indians are mourning the tragic loss of their beloved leader. Indira Gandhi gave her life so that a united India should live and prosper. Meri hi maa nahi, ve desh bhar ki maa thi. Unhone apne rakht ki antim boond tak desh ki seva kari. They named me initially Navadurga, the new form of the goddess. Navamam siddhi datri cha parents my sibling they love me a lot and childhood was like a dream went to the kindergarten changed my school in the kg changed my school again in class 1 changed my school again in class 3 change i understood early in my life was the only thing that was permanent my only elder brother was sent to a boarding school ramkrishna mission narendrapur oh 
envisaged by Sri Ramakrishna and spread globally by Swami Vivekananda. A site called Ramakrishna Mission Ashrama, Narendrapur. For a better education, of course, an element of safety as well. Seven years of his life away from us and had his own struggles and sacrifices. The entire experience alienated me from him somehow. We went every weekend to meet him, traveling for hours from Howrah to Narendrapur, where I used to see him sad and serious, talking about education most of the times, but happy to see Baba, Mom and Dad. We used to share all his stock of chocolates and munchies, eat them off, have some fun, and then come back home with a heavy heart. Weekends on holidays, I used to ask Dad, let's go somewhere, let's go to some holiday destination. He would say, let Dada come back and we'll go then. That sadness in his eyes, that emptiness in Mom's love was extremely, extremely daunting. Anyway. In the third standard, I went to a bigger, better school, Jain Vidyale. Don't know why my father put me to a first language Hindi school and I am a Bengali. I was devastated. Feverish during Hindi exams. Flunked left, right and centre. Grammar was overwhelming. They started with short stories when I was still with uh, uh, E-E's. <laughs> And my classmates were all Hindi speaking. Not a single Bengali speaking soul in a school in the state of Bengal, except me. I flunked first term, I flunked second term, third term. I didn't appear for the examinations. No, not for the fear of it. I'm a fearless person. My father expired. There were people after his life for years. I heard uh, there were blueprints done on where does he go, where does he sit, where does he come back to after work, what time he starts for work, what time he comes back from work. And all this was mapped and he was followed for days together to get this attack done. One of the killers was a person who was dying one point of time and my father actually gave him his own blood. <laughs> Few days before he demised, I was late to wake up. That one morning made me realize that other than my father, he was also a person who was much, much bigger outside the four walls of the house. He was a very powerful person, a well-known figure in Howrah. That one experience still echoes in my mind like anything. So I woke up late in the morning, missed my school bus, had a unit test that day. My father scolded me like anything. I cried my eyes out when he told me, Don't worry, you will not miss your test, I promise. Commitment. He took out the red Maruti 800. Mm. 
once we started for the school, I realized that morning was special for him. He had a newspaper coverage to one of his social activities where he was winning against a dishonest police officer whom he got transferred for a punishment posting. And this experience of mine showed me what he was as a person. At every nook and corner, car was getting stopped, people came over, they congratulated Baba for his great spirit and fearless voice. I reached school an hour late. The Darwan saluted Dad and the admin officer welcomed me and bypassed me the prayer line assembly and I slipped into my class. The exam went well. Through the day and for many years to come thereafter, that one hour in one winter morning spent with Dad had a lasting impression in my mind. How well revered he was, how privileged I was to be born to a father of that aura. I knew later that the responsibility to be an able daughter of a man of stature will not be easy. One day, I was back from school. I came home to a stir, not able to fathom what's the excitement all about. The left ruling in the state since last 15 years, I learned the left had put up a munch near our house. State machinery were theirs, the electorate were theirs, the leaders were theirs, the criminals were theirs too. And they were addressing the public on an upcoming election. And that was the first time they came ever so near to my house, to my father's vicinity. It was a little astonishing for the leaders of Congress who came and complained Baba that this is not acceptable. Baba couldn't take that audacity. He called for a mic and a temporary dais and addressed the street corner. Namaskar. Right then and there saying, I will ask you 10 questions to the ruling party leaders, by the way. 10 questions and if you are able to answer any of them, I will leave the stage right now and let you continue. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. By the time he was done, the left left. Such was his order. There were days I came back from school to see a house full of people, complete strangers, family, friends, everybody coming and gathering, people crying and asking for various kinds of help. Somebody asked for his legal advice, somebody asked for his political advice, somebody asked for jobs and somebody was talking about hospitalization, somebody needed blood, somebody needed tickets to the elections. So many things and so many people and so many telling their problems to dad and he used to solve them one by one. We were so much frustrated with all the time people being in our house that some holidays he would just go out there and somebody would ask Utpal da chen? Utpal da ghar pe hai kya? Jawab mein wo khudhi bolte te nahi nahi aaj ghar pe nahi hai and I used to be like nahi nahi hai hai ye liji nahi se baat kariye this one uh, room in our house was never ours because it was always infested with people from various places I learned that chappals can get stolen from people's house. Cycles get stolen from people's house because there's so many people who's taking away whose chappal and who's taking away whose cycle. People were not bothered. We had a lovely little Maruti 800 car which was never ours. I never got to travel into it unless it is an emergency because most of the times this car was either away to a hospital or to a police station or in the court or in some political rally. Car had a personality of its own. People knew it. Number plate was so important when there were no entries and places that you're not supposed to take a car. Only the press could go or some government officials could go. We would cruise through. It was an elating experience. Life was going. 
I was in my music classes and my dance classes and my painting classes, recitation classes and swimming classes and everything that a child could be put into, I was there. And then suddenly in class three, this all stopped. My father expired. One evening, around seven-ish, there was a guy who came and knocked the door. Mom opened it, expecting Baba will be there standing outside. She was told, my father has been shot. <laughs> she fell down right there in front of the door. There was no one else in the house. I was the only person besides her. I was eight. I didn't have the strength to pick her up. I asked those guys to help me to pick her up and take her up to the room where she was lying down there. Those guys left. They told us, there'll be people coming in. Don't worry, you'll not be alone. Those days there was only landline. My mom frantically started calling all her brothers, my uncles, friends of my father who were there supposed to be that day with dad. What happened exactly, we don't know. We got a call from my Boro mama. He said uh, my father was in a serious condition and that Mr. Shoman Mitro, the PCC president, the then leader of Congress, was in the hospital along with him. And there's nothing to worry because uh, the seniors are there, they'll take care of dad. But they could not. Shoman Mitro used to tell that day while he was dying in my hands in the hospital in SSK, he told me, don't worry about me, go and see Debu, his friend, who was also shot in that particular attack. Debu Kaka was shot dead. Chominda could not tell Baba about it because he would be shocked. But he kept on saying that a guy who had a bleeding coming out of his head could actually be more concerned about his friend and not himself. I kept on telling him, forget Debu, take care of yourself. He said, no, no, Shominda, go. He has small kid. He will not be able to take care of the family. Go and cater to him. That was my dad. That was my childhood. That was the first experience of knowing what death is. For years to come, I could not believe that my father, like Sabya Sachi, like Dordondo Pratap Insan, who was a messiah for thousands of people, getting jobs to thousands of people, helping people thrive in their lives, actually could die suddenly in his 40s, leaving a small child, two children, just in school. That was not fathomable. So for years to come, I used to believe that my father did not actually die. He was Abhyasachi. He was not supposed to die. I'm sure he was hiding from some atrocious people who was after his life. So this guy wanted to get in touch with mom. He sent his messengers to our home. We never wanted to do this. We had to do it because uh, we were only supposed to scare him. But we were all drunk. We were all out of control and we were scared. Utpalda had a gun in his hand and he was pointing the gun and he has had no specs on his ears. My father had Horlick's specs. He had minus nine or minus ten power. So do I. So uh, they were scared that the gun would shoot off and somebody will be hurt. 
so they took some heavy object and hit on his head right at the back of his head and there was internal bleeding he died with internal hemorrhage and not even a bullet shot imagine the pain that he went through so for years i was expecting him to come back and he never did for days i used to be sitting on the terrace watching the sky and thinking either he's somewhere around hiding maybe looking at me and trying to communicate with me or maybe there's another possibility that he's in the stars because some people told me that he hasn't gone nowhere he's become a star and he's up there in the sky so i used to look at the sky and think that either he will come down like a parachute or he will appear from nowhere and say dhappa the way he used to do when he used to come back from work and i used to give him a dhappa or he used to give me a dhappa that never happened in the meantime what i had with me was a depressed mom a brother who was gone away in his own pains he was not allowed to stay back here they told it is not safe for him to stay and he had a good school he had a good upbringing let's not spoil that let at least one of the one of the kids survive i was anyway the second one the gold child not much hope you know they also said uh, chuck her name off from the school records uh, we will not be able to afford uh, an english medium school and my mom she was bewildered all my classes my tuition classes my music classes my dance lessons my um swimming classes my you know yoga classes uh, recitation classes everything stopped and i was homebound sitting all day at home my mom being scared every time i went out and asking me to not go anywhere that was a normal life to me so the school called one day thankfully my principal ma'am mrs olga ghosh really indebted to her so she called my parents my uncle my mama and asked us to come and visit her in school she was like what is this why aren't you sending her to school in front of me she was scolding my people and telling them deepshika is a brilliant kid don't stop her education my mama said we cannot afford it her father has left no money principal said her education is on us complete uh, scholarships from the school till the last year that she is here so i studied there up till my class 10th i was so loved by the teachers nobody used to scold me ever like ever there were children who were standing on assembly line for shouting and you know being indisciplined and everybody was being hit teacher would come and put a scale on to everybody's hand but not mine i was a special child i was asked to stay away from that particular line wherever people were being beaten up in fact i remember uh, fondly i was very good at science my father used to teach me science he was a science student he was a bsc msc it was my most favorite subject those days I was so good in science classes that I used to take class notes so well I used to do my homework so well and come back and my answer the ones which were read out in the class as an example answer you know one day I I was writing my answers and I in the morning forgot to take the copy to the school when the teacher had to send me out with the other students who were anyway being sent out every day who did not bring the copy because they were not doing the homework anyway <laughs> after 15 minutes he called all of us back in the classroom and said because of deepshika 
you guys are being pardoned i'm sure that she did her homework i'm sure she left her copy home and that is the reason you are being pardoned and look at this if you have good impressions on the teachers this is what happens and i'm sure that deepshika will get her homework done tomorrow and never forget her copy right deepshika this is the special treatment that i got in school from the teachers however from the children from my classmates from my busmates i was a little alienated people used to look at me and whisper into each other's ears इसी के पापा होंगे ना खून हो गया है क्या कैसे लोगों का खून होता है मानापाड़ी करते थे क्या गुंडे थे मैंने सुना इनके पास गन भी था द विस्परिंग्स वेर इंटॉलरेबल टाइम्स वेन आई वज टू फील लाइक गेट अप एंड शाउट आउट बट इन दे वे किड्स टू वॉट वुड दे नो दे जस्ट हर्ड विस्पर्स एंड न्यूज पेपर स्टोरीज बाई द वे नाइनटीन नाइन्टी थ्री ऑगस्ट इफ यू गो बैक एंड सी आनंद बजर एंड वर्तमान एंड आजकल एंड ऑल दोज लीडिंग न्यूज पेपर्स ऑफ बेंगाल यू वुड सी stories after stories day after day coming out of how did he die what was the plan and who did it and how has it impacted the political scenario in hara fractions within congress mamta banerji wrote about it in her book jisko pas himmat hai ladne ke liye wo kabhi darta nahi hai shoman mitra priranjan dashmunshi and all of these biggies in in bengal politics were fractioned because of this one incident internal feud grew larger bigger finally mrs mamta banerji left the congress party and went to create tmc the trinamool congress of today in a state of depression when my mom used to cry whole day come up give me some food go back crying she didn't have much food she was not eating not sleeping not doing anything i used to watch some tv she used to shout and howl at me saying पापा मर गए हैं तो अच्छा हुआ है बैठ के टीवी देख लो मस्ती कर लो कोई है नहीं बोलने वाला आई एस टू बी स्केर एंड आई एस टू बी ओवर कॉन्शियस आई न्यू दैट आई हैव टू डू वेल इन माई स्टडीज आई हैव टू बी ग्रोइंग अप एज अ रिस्पॉन्सिबल सिटीजन आई हैव टू हैव द स्कॉलरशिप रिटेन विच वॉज वन ऑफ माई मेन टारगेट्स दो स्टेज सो स्टडीज वॉज माई ओनली रेस्पाइट आफ्टर माई फादर वेंट अवे ऑल द बैंक स्टेटमेंट्स दैट दे वेंट थ्रू एंड ऑल द अलमीराज दैट दे स्क्रैम्बल्ड अप टू फाइंड आउट इफ देर इज सम मनी इन समवेयर गिवन टू सम वन सम प्रॉपर्टी इन विज नथिंग फ्लैट विच फादर हैड मेड इन द नेम ऑफ माई आंटी एंड देर वॉज अ गराज विच वॉज मेड इन द नेम ऑफ माई मामा एंड थाउजेंड बाग्स पीपल वे लाइक कमॉन इनके घर में दुर्गा पूजा होता है यार इनके तो बहुत पैसे होने चाहिए पर उनको पता नहीं था दैट एवरी पेनी दैट माई फादर अर्न went to people in their service even our car was never ours there was no petrol that we could use he used to be a person with people would come to in troubles and he used to be very happy helping them out so there was no money found but one good thing happened obituary message of shraddhanjali that came from sonia gandhi ji during her time in power sonia pushed forward people first measures like the rti act narega and the women's reservation bill there was also an lpg connection that came in for my mom to run because my mom was not as educated as it was required for proprietor to be ownership changed from my mom it went to my uncle who was a savior in those days next to my father i used to look up to him he was the one person who was like into theaters and into books and to cultural activities he used to take me to book fair take us to watch these wonderful movies he used to live concerts of uh, singers prathamoto ami tomake chai ditiyoto ami tomake chai 
Kabir Shuman Shuman Chattopadhyay was one of those first concerts that he took me to. He was our hero to me, to my brother, to my mom. And suddenly things changed and he became a villain to us. There was fights going on between my mom and my mama that who will have the ownership and how will the money be distributed between them. There were shouts. People used to taunt each other and show each other down. And my mom used to further cry when she used to come up and talk to us and she used to tell don't trust anybody. That is the environment I grew up in. And after a while, the, the LPG gas connection was gone. So I, I was in a fix in my childhood that whether to trust this person, not to trust this person. If I could not trust a person who used to do my homework in the middle of the night and to take it to school next day, the same guy could do this to us, then whom to trust? Depressed, uh, sad, a confused childhood, not much friends to talk to, desperate to leave that school and go away. Because it reminded me of the sad incident that happened to me. After class 3 to class 10, I was in that aura of being a daughter of somebody who was who had an abnormal death and a special child, which I did not like. My childhood was so uncomfortable to me. I could not talk to anybody on the road. I remember you cannot have standing on the road. My mom used to say, no, you cannot do that. You you come from a family of a revered person. You cannot have Golgappe on the middle of the road. And I was... Honestly, what they say doesn't bother me. I was a rebellious child. I was like, why can't I do that? And why can't I go there? And why can't I do this? Why can't I go to birthday parties, mom? And my mom used to say, because when children go to birthday parties and come back late, there are fathers to take them back. You do not have one. Father not being there was more of a curse to my life. It became an excuse for everybody else to treat me in a special way. I was this overprotected child. I remember I passed class 10 after studying day and night and my brother was like, isko to se zyada milne wala nahi hai. Bahut natak karti hai. But I got a 76%. I, my brother was a very good student. By the time I came out from school, he was doing his BSc zoology. He went to doing MSc in uh, from Presidency College, one of the most prestigious colleges in Calcutta. Huge pressure on my mind of keeping up to that uh, standard that he was setting year after year. He has been the person who has did things and then I have looked up to him. He was doing mistakes also and I learned from them. Kind of a cushion, you know, that he was to me, but also a kind of sibling rivalry, sibling competition that we have. I went to... Ashok Hall, one of the swanky schools in Calcutta where people wear short dresses. <laughs> we are students of Ashok Hall, we will hold our manners high. March we are hunting, and bravely holding our heads high. Let us face the clan and call, lead us from darkness to light. I wanted to escape from Howrah like anything, where people would look at me and say, look at Utpalda's daughter, what she's doing, what she's wearing, how she's talking. And I was so scared of being judged by people, preferred to stay away. So in the morning, I used to go to school, Minto Park, Kolkata, come back after my tuition classes and everything in the night. I was horrible in the maths. I was horrible in the stats as well. So one day, my principal called us and said, listen, it is CBSC school, you realize Take five subjects and please get rid of mathematics. It's not your subject. Bacha, you will not be able to pass if you still have maths. Don't be arguing on that. And I kept telling her that I want to take science and I want to study science and I'll not be able to do that unless, until I have maths with me. And she said, the first priority for you is to pass and then go into science. Child in me who had always feared not getting a rank, not being up to the mark and my scholarship being taken away would always stay away from those kind of atrocities and take the safer route. And so I give my 12th in five subjects, 
passed somehow. World opened up to me in a place where nobody knew me and uh, that was a challenge to me. Since childhood, I used to look at dad and he used to wear that white shirt, black robe and he used to go to the court, fight cases against these bad guys. So I wanted to be that person after class 12. So I did my law. During my law days, I remember we did a lot of activities. We went to open up legal aid society of my college against the will of the principal, got permission from UGC and got permission from the law board and constructed society. Finally, the principal agreed and he was a part of it. And then I wanted to do LLM. I wanted to do bar at law. I wanted to go to the UK. Could not do that. My mom wouldn't allow get married be under the umbrella of a man to be able to do that. And I did not agree to it. We used to go to Canning and these uh, outskirts of Kolkata where people did not know how law could help them. People are not buried properly. They are not cremated properly. They'll just be thrown away into some water or something. There'll be no question of having a death certificate. There were no birth certificates, no bhata, no ration cards. We used to take down applications and put it to government on behalf of these people and help people with their legal cases and stuff like that. I got a lot of exposure of being around people. And that was the first time that I understood how important the power of knowledge is and how if you are knowledgeable in some point and the others are not, if you can help them, the kind of satisfaction that you get at the end of the day, you sleep well, you know. So in my law college, I met Victor, Ali Imran Rums, probably the youngest MLA. He was in forward block. He used to hardly come to classes. I hardly knew him. And I was the first bencher. So I was always not look at anybody else. I was a very snobbish kind of a child. From nowhere, Victor appeared and said, uh, I know a lot about you, background, about your father. That made me feel very bad and insecure. And it was like I was exposed as if I have done some crime and he's got me. And I told him, why? He's like, I want you to come to politics with me. And I said, but you are not Congress. And he said, no, but I want your voice, not your ideology. You can be a neutral person. You can ask for independent votes. You can tell people that you're an independent candidate. Stand for the elections along with me. I will be fighting for forward block. You will be fighting as independent. Liberation from the hands of TMC. Whatever was happening in college, the bad classes, bad infrastructure and the library condition and the kind of books that we used to get and the high fees. And I was like, we understood each other's objective and I agreed to it went and told people, if you want to change the quality of books that are provided in the library, then come and vote. If you want to change the way canteen functions, come and vote. Quality of the teaching that happens, the infrastructure of the classroom, come and vote. You can sit in the last bench and think that none of it is important to me. I am anyway going to go to the tuition classes, get my work done. But think of the other person who's coming from Uttarpara and coming from Canning and coming from 30, 40 kilometers away just to do his classes. Six in the morning we had our classes. There were people who were extremely poor coming from extremely humble families, but they wanted to do law because they wanted to be clerks and they wanted to somehow earn two bucks for themselves. And here I was getting ready to become one of the best paid counsels, be a hugely revered name the way my father was in the court and people would be worshipping me. And I always had the feeling of, Police being scared of me. I don't know why. Since that childhood incident of in the newspaper, the name of my father coming out, I used to always think police should be scared of me. Police are bad people. Hi, Nautalapati Venkatramana. Having been appointed Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of India to swear in the name of God 
threats to human rights and bodily integrity are the highest in police stations. Custodial torture and other police atrocities are problems which still prevail in our society. In spite of constitutional declarations and guarantees, lack of effective legal representation at the police stations is a huge detriment to arrested or detained persons. Going by the recent reports, even the privileged are not spared third degree treatment. And I still retain that kind of a thought process. Whenever I have problems with the police, I'm the one who becomes extremely aggressive. And I was a BA LLB in the year 2007. By then, I had opened up a legal aid society in my college. And I went and met Shoman Mitro. Fight alone. Then we'll be able to assess our state. Where do we stand if you fight alone? Shominda told me, uh, do you want to practice? And I said, yes. Send me to Sandersons and Morgans, which is one of the oldest law firms in Calcutta under Mr. Prashanto Dotto. PKD took me in like his own daughter, but give me no work. But I respect him for giving me the opportunity to go to the court, understand the cases, read through them, get the vibe of what exactly the court was like. I started hating it. Honestly, the bathrooms were very, very dirty. Some guys are peeing and you cross them and go to the girls' washroom to uh, freshen up. I couldn't take that. I was like, run away from this place. One day, I met Joyshree Choudhury, the DGM of uh, Haldia Petrochemicals. She came to the law firm of Sanderson Morgan. She met uh, me accidentally. And then she said, a lovely young lady, do you want to work for us? And I was a snob as usual. I was like, no, I don't want to work for any company. I am I'm a counsel to become, you know. I'm going to be big name. So she gave me her card, told me, rethink on the decision and let me know. So I went back home and I thought for a while and then I asked my brother and my brother was like, what? Who came? I said, Haldia Petrochemicals. Haldia, do you know that company? It is a flagship company of Bengal, one of the biggest uh, corporates uh, coming up in eastern India and you want to become a counsel. When, by the way, you will become a counsel? Five years, brother. How much are you making? Zero. How much? Zero. Oh, okay. You're earning zero right now and you'll suddenly become a money-minting machine and a, suddenly a duck-sighted lawyer in five years' time. Okay, go and check with your seniors. How much have they progressed? How much are they making? I seriously took it and I actually gave a call to one of my seniors. Hey, how much is money? He said, 5,000. <laughs> I was so ashamed and then I went back and told him 5,000. How much was HPL paying you? I said, I don't know. I didn't ask them. I thought I'm going to be a counsel anyway. He said, call them and ask. Be serious about your career. So I called them. Joyshree Choudhury, she started laughing and then she put me through Alokpal, who was going to be my immediate reporting manager. Oh God, he was such a difficult guy. He was like, before I tell you how much we are going to offer, what is your expectation? I was being very humble and I thought that right now what they're paying me is zero. So I would probably say, what, five, five thousand? And then he started laughing at me and he said, uh, you'll get in hand 20k and that will be your starting salary and you can start tomorrow onwards. Me, mom and bro, we all sit together and we discussed and uh, we were like, look, we do not have a father. You understand you cannot be frilling around all your life. I'm a lawyer, types. You have got a corporate offer. Go and take it. My mom said, no, but she wants to be a lawyer. My brother said she can always become one when she wants to. Decision taken, I moved on to the corporates. 
working as a contractual employee uh, in the legal department because I myself refused permanent employment with them. I wanted to go to the UK and still do my bar at law bucket list still to be ticked. I did not take a permanent employment. I took a contractual employment. After a year, I went back to them and I told them I want a permanent employment because I'm not going back to UK. My mother wouldn't let me go. Anjan Bose, the other HR head, laughed at me. He told me, do you know you wasted a lakh in a year's time? I told him it was my dream. It was more important than a lakh. He said, you have no idea how much worth of a lakh is. In today's day, people are dying for need of money and don't be a fool. First year, I was management trainee. I remember I went to Tolly Club along with uh, 40 other management trainees coming from different engineering colleges, different B schools and different uh, law schools like me. And then we used to have this huge induction in Tolly Club for seven days. We were taken to Haldia. I stayed there for another 30 days. I met a guy there. He was extremely handsome. And uh, he was from Jadapur University. Fell in love with him. Deep love with him. Spent four years in the same company, him being in Haldia, me being in head office, cried a lot because of the distance, because of not being able to meet him, not being able to be with my the love of my life and all that. My boss was very, very difficult to me. I realized early on that I'm not a person who is good at taking instructions. And I always had that aura of being, you know, the princess and nobody can give me orders and nobody could be shouting at me. And uh, whenever she used to shout at me and give me loud instructions, I used to be like unwelcoming to that. And we had several fights and she would say bad words. I used to cry. I used to cry on a regular basis. My brother used to pick me up from office and drop me back home when I used to complain and tell him I don't want to work here I don't want to work here and I remember I spent four and a half years five years and telling him I don't want to work here and he's like every day you tell me this and no none of this you resign me and my boyfriend planned we wanted to do an MBA because my mom wouldn't let me go abroad so I realized that okay there are IIMs could still end up in a good institute there are IIMs there are ISPs there are institutes where even if you do not get a 99.9, there is still chance for you to get through a good B school and do a good career for yourself. So I took up to CAT and I uh, did my studies. It was so difficult. Seven in the morning, I used to go out. I used to go to my classes in Park Street. Two hours of classes for my CAT preparation. Come to office from there without having my breakfast anywhere. <laughs> in office, I used to work for eight hours and then again go back to Park Street for another class in the evening sessions because I could not complete my morning sessions and uh, come back home. The schedule was such that seven in the morning I would go, ten in the night I would come back. Went on for a year. Took CAT three times. First time without any preparation, nothing, knowing nothing. I got an 80 percentile. Very happy with myself and I thought a little bit of push and I would always get a 99. Next year I prepared myself well and got a 70 percentile and it was so, so disheartening. And I realized that it was not the knowledge but the fear in my mind of not being able to make it, which got me bad scores. So my boyfriend and me, we decided, no, we could do better. So again, for another year, we hustled. And 7 in the morning to 10 in the night entire thing went on and I challenged my boss that year that I will go and this year you have to let me go and you have to let me study and I promise that I'll complete all my work on time and I got damn serious I was like 
black and white, no frill, no fashion clothing, study, 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 whole day, whole night, every day. Call with my boyfriend also, we used to do geometry. This is a circle and this is a perpendicular and the stories went on like that. Took cat for the third time and this time I got around 90 percentile, 99 in English. I got a 99 in LR and DI, 22 in mathematics. So that pulled my entire percentile down to 90. He went to IIM, I went to Great Lakes Institute of Management, one of the best B-schools that I have got exposure to. First day into that B-school, something wonderful happened. And I still remember fondly this experience that as I went in, that day was a convocation of the previous batch and it was one year's PGPM course. I saw there's this convocation happening and you go in there, you had to have had a mentor. This particular person would help you in doing the application, doing your GDPI. The guy who was helping me out, he was standing there right in the dais and he was getting a gold medal. And I was shocked. So I went down the aisle and after he came back from the stage, I was like, hey, you are a gold medalist. And he said, I didn't know that I was supposed to be, you know. You, you must be a bookworm. And he said, no, I'm not. I said, I wish I could be a gold medalist. And he said, you will be if you try. Those words revered into my life. Uh, how the ratio of uh, India's um, education is important and how maths can ruin people's life with the uh, data. Professor who was then the interviewer and later on to become my stats professor was extremely, extremely impressed by the way I was putting in data. And later on, I realized that he's going to be hating me because he's going to be my stats teacher and he's going to realize that I was horrible, horrible in math, stats or anything that had to do with numbers. There was this rule in Great Lakes that if you flunk for three exams consecutively, in particular one subject, you will be said a bye-bye. And when I went there, I took a bank loan. After my four years of uh, job, I took away all my provident fund and missed my graduate. I, I took a loan of eight lakhs and I four lakhs had to be paid as a collateral and also a guarantor had to be kept. So my brother was kind enough to become a guarantor to it and uh, my uncle the LPG gas uncle paid me four lakhs. I finally went to do MBA. Uh, so I was bad in numbers. So my finance classes, I used to flunk, flunk like anything. Twice I flunked. The third time I would flunk, they will send me home. One day before the third finance class, and I knew that after this semester, finance will not be in my life anymore because I'm going to move away to HR quickly, which has nothing to do with uh, mathematics. So... One day before the exam, I was like hustling through the night, trying to concentrate and very, very tensed. And what if I flunk and what if this happens and that happens? And 12 lakhs is not a matter of jokes to a middle class family like mine. Though we were zamindars of uh, Bangladesh. See first, so far as zamindars are concerned, without a Mughal Sanad, one cannot call person a zamindar, whatever his rights and powers are. Each zamindar however big or small, has to take the approval of the imperial authority. That zamindari was never brought back to India. I saw a friend, middle of the night, standing at the ledge in the veranda of my girl's hostel, about to uh, commit suicide. I was devastated to look at her. Suddenly there were others who were like, go back to your room, go back to your room, you do not have to see this, you do not have to see this. next day morning, I got to know that the, her parents came 
and the principal handed her over to the parents and said that she is mentally unstable to take an examination and she'll not be able to continue her studies here she'd better be going home she was a btech engineer iitk or iit rockella or some some place she was also flunking in finance finance was that bad maths was that bad but looking at her i was petrified i gave my call to my mom and i said mom people are flunking left right and center if i flunk too 12 lakhs are gone i don't know what will i do all my dreams will be crushed and there will be people like my brother telling me you leave haldia petrochemicals to do mba what 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 will these three letters teach you i was scared and my mom said some words which i take back for for years to come from them and she said you are my baby you are my life come what me mom will always love you mom will give you the love of the mother and the father and she'll protect you from everything that comes you do not have to study you do not have to prove anything to us anymore you have done your part you have been a wonderful child a very caring child you grew up with me i grew up with you i am alive because of you do not ever think of committing suicide or doing anything drastic because you flunked or because somebody broke your heart or something happened always remember that you were your father's darling anything you did wrong to yourself it would hurt him and it would hurt me you and your brother are the reason that i'm still alive something happens to any of you i will die so don't worry about any any of your 12 lakhs and 8 lakhs just come back home the moment you feel that it is not possible anymore I told her mom I'm sitting in the library <laughs> don't be so emotional I will sit in the library forever till the last day of my MBA here and I promise to you that I will come out with flying colors I'm a fighter mom I am not a loser I will not lose out I will never give up promise to you I'll never commit suicide come what me <laughs> don't worry I was getting convocation after a year's time entire family was say oh my god mom mama mummy two children and my masi and her three children all of these people and i was like feeling like the entire village aa gaya hai chennai to pick me up and take me back because i said that i might get a placement in chennai itself and i'll not come back home so they came back to kind of hijack me i was exposed to professor venkatraman one of the finest teachers coming from xlri he had introduced the concept of experiential leadership program karma yoga both in xlri as well as great lakes and he was a stalwart and he was a inventor of that idea team of people will adapt a particular village all the problems of those villages have to be solved by you that is how you learn the traits of leadership people coming to you with their problems and talking to you is something that will bring you the experience of being a leader but here i was in south india i was in tamil nadu chennai and i had no idea of the language except for why this kola very kola very kola very deep i knew nothing about uh, tamil but later on because of my hindi experience and my third standard i knew that i can manage languages and right now i can sing a song veiloru veliyadi veiloru urvadi veiloru mallu katti attam pottume nandoram nariyoram nariyoram patodam 
folk song of tamil nadu but then that day i had only this song with me and i used to go to the villagers and i don't know what to talk and how to talk to them how would i communicate to them so the first thing that i did and i it occurred to me that i am childish and that is one thing that has been god gifted to me i don't know how after all that sad incidences of my life i have been able to retain that child in me so i connect very well and very fast with children and i used to go and play with them children were with me and all the fun was with me and we used to paint we used to laugh we used to sing and we used to run after each other and i realized that you do not need a language if you want to connect to people and these were humble people people who had no idea of technology no idea of languages if i taught them hello good morning the next day they will come and tell me hello good morning and that is how i used to teach them english that is how i used to converse with them and i realized that if you want to reach to people no language can be a barrier you just have to have the intention of being with them and realize that i have this uh, ability to connect with people very soon very fast and warmth in me honesty in me or simplicity in me i don't know how do you describe that but people quickly believe me and they would easily let me come into their houses cook with them though i didn't know how to cook but they would allow me to do that thousands of differences uh, i didn't look the way they did i didn't eat the way they did uh, i didn't speak the way they did i didn't wear the way they did and still i would be a part of their homes and children would wait for me to come back and one sunday if i did not go they would come and ask my other batchmates that where is kolaveri di didi and i realize if you smile at people and if you offer them water and if you kind and nice to them then the entire world comes to help you out in whatever you are trying to achieve group leader guru prasad so what we were trying to achieve there is a uh, build up a community center reject the school bring water to that particular village getting the community to know us and getting them to appreciate us for our efforts and uh, getting our institution to get a you know acknowledgement among those villagers great lakes was doing great manamai village particularly where i was uh, we adapted from manamai i came back to chennai for an internship with uh, financial software and systems the first day uh, my boss asked me bhomik right you're a bhomik bhomiks are brahmins right and i looked at him and i said i don't know i would find out i called my mom and said mom am i a brahmin and mom started laughing she's like all these years you did not know that you're a brahmin or not i said i don't know my boss told me that i am a brahmin bhomiks are bhumihar brahmans so am i a brahmin she said does it matter i said not to me then you go and tell him that it does not matter what am i the fact that i am a human being and uh, caste system is also something that i rubbished completely so i went back and told him that i do not know am i a brahmin or not it did not matter to me his face went so sullen realized that all the others in my department tam brahms tamil brahmins and that is how my department was formed and he was obsessed with uh, being a tam brahm that is how caste system works in 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 the interiors of india i was not allowed to sit in the same table as they did to eat 
separate plates given at the canteen and then you have to wash your own plate and give it back and i found that situation extremely extremely nauseating and uh, very very um, depressing and i am not a person who likes these kind of barriers and i thought this is not done that is not done i had big time problems with him upbringing problems came in between work and i realized that i am not good at taking instructions from a person that i don't like my mom was ever pressurizing me to come back home so i came back home called back my college and said this job is not happening dude placement officer is like are ek saal to guzar leti wouldn't be able to do it so they put me to a pkc tata international i was so fortunate um, to join in there pkc office the first time i went i was going through a breakup the mba guy the one who went to iim indore and i went to great lakes so we had a breakup that year i think it was 2013 yeah I went to meet him in IIM Indore and he used to come to Chennai to meet me to and fro to one of these times I actually realized that he was texting somebody day and night so one fine morning took up somebody's phone and I checked there were messages which said are you coming for breakfast he's like no I'm busy then she like okay then I am I'm also not hungry I'll also not eat today and then he'll be like oh come on I've got work to do but you please go and have your breakfast can we meet for lunch no no today i am because he's trying to avoid her because i'm there obviously i'm not going to be there and i am busy for lunch okay then i'm also not hungry and he's like please don't do to this to yourself and i was like what nonsense is this going on what is she who is she he used to tell me oh come on she's a mate i'll tell you she's my sister does my project paper tu to karke nahi deti hai ye karke deti hai mereko help karti hai and khali teli ko karti hai and he was like nahi sabke liye karti hai mere ke liye nahi nahi karti hai chhod de har baat pe choti choti baat pe aise baaton ko mat ghuma this was going on i took a flight and immediately came back home i asked him to make a con call between me and her and he did that when i realized he they were lying about the entire time i had a breakup on the day i was going to the interview so i was going in an auto in bombay and i was like crying and crying and crying and and when i reached there my eyes were all swollen my nose was swollen and i uh, i went into the interview with a throat like right now and i was asked by the interviewer is there anything wrong your eyes are completely red and i told them sir it is a little bit of dust allergy and i <laughs> i was riding an auto so uh, a little dust went into one of the eyes so i was rubbing it the other i got infected i am wearing lenses and all that rubbish i said 24 questions out of which i could answer probably 12 of them and uh, thereafter i realized that uh, i flunked that uh, I interview badly but when I came back home I had the offer letter in my hand and that was such a surprise that I still got the job so there was this difference of opinion and I I found uh, him cheating on me for some other girl and I realized later that she was going into KPMG and I was going nowhere so financially she was much more well to do my brother called him and said what happened so he said that i tried my level best but she will never be happy with anything 
and she would always complain and I was not being able to make her happy. I was never being able to keep up to her. I started working in Mumbai. It was a completely new experience. That city was so different. By the way, my brother and my bhabhi was there with me. Mom was the only person in the house waiting for us. She wouldn't come to Mumbai. She wouldn't stay with us. She said she would stay back in that same house until the last breath of her life and she wouldn't go anywhere. We adjusted to the situation and uh, my brother and uh, uh, bhabhi, they moved to Bombay. We started staying together with my nephew, Gogol, the love of my life. That was his zeroth year. I used to cry all night and go to work in the morning right in front of the sofa where I used to sit and howl. Brother used to watch TV right in front of me and he used to watch TV at times, watch me at times and he used to be like, he used to tell me, cry, cry as much as you want, just let this go. He also had one uh, incidence where he, after MBA, he came home and met mom, where mom got hold of his hands and said, I will die if she goes away. So he was so scared of that fact. He wanted to run away. And that day he told me, boss, your mom will never let you be with me and she'll never let you go out of India and she'll never let you go out of the state also. You are completely wrong about uh, your dreams and my dreams. And it's a very bad idea that we are together. And that stuck in his head for a while. Despite of that, in spite of that, I wanted to uh, get back with him and then came back to Calcutta in between and got a form from the marriage registrar's office. Gave it to him. Boss, please let us sign. <laughs> and he refused. <laughs> And then I realized that girl, she was just not a mate. She was just not a friend. Con call between all three of us and I charged them like anything and like you're cheating on me. And she said, no, no, Deepshika, we are just friends. You don't believe all the time. He keeps talking about you. He eats my head talking about you. And he's like, I told her to wear a sari she did and you do not wear I cannot be her and she better as will not be able to be me. So I realized that uh, he had moved far away from me and uh, that marriage registry paper had made no sense to me. I told him, let's wait and then he called it off himself. I was crying whole day, whole night, sitting in that sofa along with Dada. Dada would look at the TV and I would look at outside the window. I used to cry it. for days and you know, probably weeks and then even I, when I used to go to the bathroom for a while he used to go and knock hello how long potty to karne de ya thik se and he will nahi itna potty nahi karna hai bahar na jaldi bahar meko tension ho raha hai we had this pact that we'll tell nothing about it to mom one day my bhabhi came and she like what is this middle of the night every day she's howling you're watching tv she's howling you're watching tv for how long will this go on will you guys please get back to normal life this is not normal and I realized that I'm doing a disservice to them. The house is also becoming as depressed. Anyway, I had a penchant of going into depression because I've seen my mom all her life getting into fits and uh, 
complete silence, not eat, not do anything and stuff like that. There is a natural tendency in me to be very touchy about things, be very, very sensitive about things. That incident actually shook my life so bad, 2013 to 2021, eight years. I have not been able to be in another relationship, not being able to trust any other guy. You know, I picked up the pieces of my heart somehow glued them together and they're so fragile I would not uh, go that path I realized that instead of being with one person and loving only one person and waiting for their call and you know eating their head and they eating your head and meteri tu mera meteri tu mera instead of doing that if you love everybody around and shower your love in various forms you educate children you go out with friends you community service you do slums go into the path of uh, service to others that is a great way of uh, expressing your love and your affection towards anybody Gandhi ji once said that to love human beings is, is to love god i realized that my life probably has a better purpose to it and that is why i went through whatever i went through <laughs> I worked in pune for a year and then my mom had malignancy in her womb and uh, her uterus was removed that time i had to leave my job and come back home and and they realized that my mom is not okay about me staying away neither my brother staying away from her so we came back to calcutta resettled here i joined another job over here one of these days when i came back from work and my brother was like are you happy what you're doing in life and i said no i want to do more and he said do you want to get into public service and i said yes why don't you join all india professionals congress this is for the people who are into jobs interested in building the nation slowly and gradually giving suggestions as citizens to the government people will be drawn into policy making led by dr shashi tharoor one of my favorite people in the congress party immediately said yes all i had to do is uh, show my it return and uh, take a membership start doing some activities and this is where i learned congress ideology in a bigger better way gandhi ji has been always an inspiration to me mati pukare tujhe desh pukare aajare ab aajare bhule hum rahe ho mera haath kha de aajare raah dikha de gandhi ji's vision and philosophy are pillars of the work of the united nations Gandhi looked at the world from the point of view of the lowliest and the most humble but is acknowledged as one of the greatest leaders of all time his values truly transcend borders what did congress do struggle of independence what was the ideology of gandhi ji there is no cause for which i am prepared to kill the entire thought of what india is today the way the preamble was set secular socialist republic where all the religions would thrive equally happily concept of sarvodaya people helping each other and bring up each other that is the best way that you can serve god 
how the four pillars of the executive was independent during the Congress days and how progress was looked at, the way Nehruji brought in so many changes in the first few terms of Congress, the number of IITs and IIMs and IMIs, institutions which were focused on bringing in jobs and bringing in research and bringing in engineering models that were done. Press was independent. After the emergency, Indira Gandhi was getting arrested. Sitting in her own house, she said, you have to put the handcuffs into my hand and then only you'll be able to take me away. Police was scared. You were arresting the then Prime Minister Indira Gandhi. Unki to halat kharab thi. Their hands were trembling when Indira Gandhi actually took the handcuff into her own hands and she said, law is law. And she put it in her hands and then she said, take me. This is the extent to which uh, law and order is respected in the Congress regime. And if a chaiwala can rise up the ranks and become a prime minister to the country, it is because of the constitutional steps that Congress had let down, the democratical ways of elections that we had brought in, we have upheld. Today we see so many people being arrested for voicing their opinion. My own Twitter got blocked. I had thousands of followers. The minds of the people are being uh, whitewashed. The entire electorate had suddenly become either Hindus or Muslims and Christians. We were never this. That is something which is very painful to see. Uh, letting something so minuscule to be so much important that today building a huge statue will be more important during corona lockdown than to building hospitals. It is also the responsibility of the citizen to stop the government from being wrong. Do not opt to voting as a learned person, educated person. If you do not come up, then the gundas will, the criminals will, ones who are not educated and people who are just power hungry and have no mission and vision in life and no values to whatever they're doing. They will take up the baton into their hands and run the country and you will be losing out. I mean, how many hospitals, how many IITs and how many IIMs have you built, Modi ji? Professionals like us, me and you probably who are hearing me, people who stay away from politics and think that politics is dirty and we should not be a part of politics. You know, it is for the corrupt people. It is for the people who have no other ways and means of making money and that is why they are there. If you love your country and if you want good of your country, you have to work towards it. When I joined uh, AIPC or All India Professionals Congress, started working mostly into AC offices and making manifestos and stuff like that, writing policy papers. And uh, suddenly one of these exercises came up under P. Chidambaram, whereupon he was traveling to all the states and finding out what are uh, the problems of the various states are. People, representatives from all over the country, from their various states would come and talk to him, tell him what the problems were and ask him what Congress could do, and he would jot down all the questions. And one of the sessions I was present with him, whereupon he jotted down around, what, 400-odd questions from Bengal and took it back. During that exercise, it was an eye-opener for me. So I went to ward number 38, that is my home ward in Howrah. The degree of sadness that I went through after I saw this was much more than whatever I had in my life. Children, human kids, and um, kids of uh, dogs, piglets playing together near a 
huge hydrains with you know big huge mosquitoes the way they were picking up food from the near the drain it was it was so yucky it was so horrible to see dekhi hamara bengal mein sabse asli mudda hai hamara pura free ration hum deta hai can co population totally free ration the kind of water they were drinking even the water tanks had these mosquitoes who were laying eggs there and we keep telling each other ki joma jole mosha hoy jol jomte deben na told the parents what are you doing your children are playing there in near this water i could see eggs of the mosquitoes in in the drinking water and i asked them and they were like this is the water which is available to us madam kya karega अपने पास पैसा नहीं है खरीद तो सकता नहीं है जो आता है टंकी से उसको उठा के लाते हैं यही हालत है जहाँ से उठा के लाता है वहाँ पे भी यही हालत है एंड इट वॉज बिहाइंड द रेलवे लाइन्स ऑफ Sheikh Para which is in ward number 38 I was so so disheartened looking at that people were laughing at me when I said corona I was distributing uh, masks and uh, sanitizers with them and they were like kyu leke aaye ho ye chocolate leke aate thoda khana leke aate isse kya hone wala hai I said didi aap log ko corona se bach ke rehna hai aur haath dhote rehna hai aur haath mein sabun lagana hai sanitizer lagana hai they literally told me boss hum log ye sab hota nahi hai ये बड़े लोग तो चोचले हैं बड़े लोगों को होता है कोरोना आई वुड एनी वे गो बैक एंड एनी वे गिव दम द मास्क एंड सैनिटाइजर्स नाउ वी हैव द स्वास्थ्य स्वास्थ्य कार्ड द स्मार्ट कार्ड सो एवरी फैमिली कैन स्पेंड फाइव लैख रुपीज फॉर देयर ट्रीटमेंट आई वेंट देयर अगेन एंड अगेन एंड प्लेड विद द किड्स देयर एंड आई रियलाइज इन माई माइंड दैट दीज आर द किड्स हु विल ग्रो अप बिकम ऑब्वियसली अनहेल्दी चिल्ड्रेन no education no proper upbringing no nutrition they'll obviously not have good jobs they will not have concentration they will not have good education what will they grow up to become kind of condition they are in they are being brought up to become criminals and their parents got this kind of an upbringing and they do not have the exposure of how to treat a child during the amphan i went to udaynarayanpur sundarban go to my youtube channel deepshika momik you will be able to see it was such a painful experience i'll tell you so we were having these cartons of uh, lots and lots of uh, chawal and dal and then muri and gor and then we had chirwa and then we had uh, ors and uh, amul spray small packets candle and a match box just to put up a light 100 or 200 boxes of it they came and literally told me क्योंकि आप आज यहाँ पे आए हो इसीलिए हमको खाना मिल रहा है कल जब आप नहीं रहोगे तो हमको खाना नहीं मिलेगा मैन दे वर फाइटिंग हिटिंग ईच अदर टू गेट होल्ड ऑफ समथिंग एक्स्ट्रा द लास्ट पैकेट दैट वाज लाइक सम एक्स्ट्रा स्टफ ओवर एंड अबव द 200 पैकेट्स दैट वी मेंट पीपल लिटरली जम्प्ड इन द बोट दैट आई वेंट इन एंड दे वर लाइक स्नैचिंग इट फ्रॉम माई हैंड एंड आई वॉज सो स्केर एंड पीपल हु वेंट विथ मी इन द बोट दे लाइक पीछे आ जाइए पीछे आ जाइए वरना आपको भी लेके जाएगा साथ में there was this uh, tirpal on the boat so that the water does not get into our clothes and all aap ud jaiye humko ye tirpal leke jana hai and i said no 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 ye aapka nahi hai ye to boat wale ke liye laate hum to dele ghar hai hamare to sar ke upar ghar nahi hai chhat nahi hai humko humko bhi tirpal ka zarurat hai 
that entire sight was so so disheartening we took some water with us ladies came up and they were like worshiping us and telling us that after days we have got some water to drink because most of the water there are saline water and you will not be able to drink them or you will not be able to bathe with them but anyway the children were bathing into that water they were drinking that water because otherwise they would die and i could see burns and um, eruptions throughout their body allergic reactions in their body uh, only because they were having that saline water and then i asked them very naively that koi to mla mp councilor kuch to aaya hoga yahan pe dekhne ke liye situation and then they said ha aaye the na wo tmc wale aaye the upar mein na aisa wo jo chakka wala ek palen leke aaye the ghum kar dekh kar chale gaye kuch diya hi nahi and i was like thinking in myself 10 bori chawal phek dete yaar thore पैकेट्स ऑफ पानी फेंक देते रियल व्यू लेके जा रहे हो देन वॉट इज द पॉइंट ऑफ नॉट हेल्पिंग दिस पीपल आई यू ऑन टूरिज्म शोइंग इट ऑफ टू पीपल दैट प्रिवलेज पर्सन आई एम दैट आई गेट टू सी सच थिंग्स वॉट इज द पॉइंट इन बींग इन द गवर्नमेंट इफ यू आर नॉट डूइंग इट फॉर द पीपल इफ यू आर नॉट विलिंग टू डू पब्लिक सर्विस गो एंड डू समथिंग एज इज हेल लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स फॉर द वे यू कैन मेक मनी वाई डू यू हैव टू कम टू पब्लिक सर्विस एंड टेक पीपल्स मनी द ग्रांट दैट दे आर गेटिंग बिकॉज दीज पीपल आर नॉट बींग एबल टू फीड दैम सेल्स यू आर प्लांडरिंग चावल का मनी यू आर प्लांडरिंग दाल यू एक्चुअली हैव द हार्ट ऑफ स्टीलिंग दैट मनी विच कम्स फॉर द तिरपल ऑफ द पीपल हुज हाउसेज आर डिस्ट्रॉइड इन अम्फन वाट काइंड ऑफ अ ह्यूमन बींग आर यू बार बार बोलो बार बार बोलो बार बार बोलो हर जगह पे बोलो और जोर जोर से बोलो एवरीबडी हु आर लिसनिंग टू मी इफ यू लेट दीज पीपल बी इन पॉलिटिक्स एंड लेट देम डू वट एवर दे वुड डू दे वुड कंटिन्यू टू डू द सेम बिकॉज देर इज नो वन हु इज अपोजिंग टू देम टूडे इफ यू गो टू हावरा एंड टेल देम दैट आई वॉन्ट टू स्टैंड फॉर कांग्रेस पीपल लिटरली लाव दैट मी एंड दे आर लाइक आई यू इन सेन यू आर इन अ गुड जॉब राइट यू टू दर एम बी ए नो यूर अ गोल्ड मेडलिस्ट How are you coming into politics? क्या नहीं है यार तेरे पास क्यों करना है क्यों सुसाइड कर रही है एंड आई मीन लाइक आई एम वर्किंग फॉर माई कंट्री एंड लाइक कितने पैसे मिलेंगे कॉर्पोरेटर बन के देखो बीस हज़ार रुपये मिलेंगे अभी कितनी सैलरी मिलती है आई डोंट वॉन्ट डिस्कलोज माई सैलरी हुई है पॉइंट ओवर हियर इज आई एम ट्राइंग टू डू समथिंग फॉर माई कंट्री उसके लिए अगर मुझे बीस हज़ार पर महीने मिलेंगे और मुझे वो सेटिस्फैक्शन मिलेगा पर्पज ऑफ माई लाइफ गेट्स फुलफिल वाई नॉट get in touch with people get some grants from external world and actually be able to build up a school and build up a hospital and do something worth your time and worth your life why not the entire concept that people into politics will get money from politics is the concern that is bringing corruption to politics this has to stop right now if you want your country to be the democracy that it is if you want the country not to be ruled by religious bigots you have to take that baton you have to move it towards progress you have to bring in the correct agendas for which people are dying tomorrow your father goes to a hospital and your mother is not getting an oxygen you sit and blame the government have you ever thought farmers bill got repealed i remember rahul gandhi ji telling in the parliament one day that this law will be repealed and i promise to you it will be repealed because the kisan will not go back mark my words the same laws are repealed after death of 700 farmers and the government is not even sorry about it pradhan sevak is not even coming out with a statement why this could have done much earlier had we all sat in these protests with the farmers talked about well-being of the farmers annadata of the country then today 700 farmers did not have to die 
helpless, uneducated, marginalized people can sit in the protests and ask for their rights? And why can't citizens like you and me, educated people who are so enlightened, they know what are the right priorities for themselves, why can't they prioritize their country and do something for it? I want to contest elections. These are my agendas. We need an underpass in the Kerry Road, Padmapukur railway station. There are hundreds of people who are dying in that particular Kerry Road highway. They are falling down from the buses. But there are CTC buses who run in the other parts of the state almost empty. The CTC buses during Corona, when there were supposed to be 50% people running in these buses, they were overflowing with people. I want to build schools, hospitals, Wi-Fi zone in my remote ward in Howrah. These are very easy things to be done. Park Street was supposed to be Wi-Fi zone. It did not uh, need crores of rupees to do it. You will have means of doing it when you have the determination of doing it. Nobody is bothered at what will happen to that one person who was standing in the pedestal and died. You, my friend, you are responsible for their death because you never raised your voice. Just vote for the ruling party because that is where the flow is. And because you did not think tomorrow when your kids grow up, they ask you, where did our money go? Where did Nirav Modi go with all our money? Dad, the Sahara scam, why is Shubrotu still out, mom? You will not be able to answer because you did not know. In today's day, there are 40 crore of people who are jobless. Which are the five smart cities? Please give me some names. Why today are no jobs being created? There are 40 crores of youth population in India, working age people, unemployed. Who gave you the right to play with the future of the people? Who gave you the right to play with our lives? What do you think that these youth will do? Fly away from the country? Wait one second. H-1B1 visas are not being given. What will they become? They will become criminals. They are the ones who will become goons. Political parties in the name of religion, in the name of caste and creed, will keep giving them indulgence. Government realize that the farming laws needs to be repealed. Why does it have to take 700 lives? The first time I remember Modi was in the government, he opposed Manrega and he wanted to stop Manrega. Today Manrega is 2.5 times in the budget than it was. You had to realize it and you had to accept it. Mahatma Gandhi's Yojana for rural earning is one of the ways that is creating employment. People who do not pay attention to this, you will not be able to save your country from these people. So I urge everybody, wake up and join me, support me, support all of the people who are like me and who want to make a change and want to bring a better tomorrow for the kids of tomorrow. Connect with me. My email address is dwpshii at the rate gmail.com, deepshi at the rate gmail.com. Over LinkedIn, Facebook at deepshikha.bomik, dwpshikha.bhowmik. If educated people don't come into the system, uneducated goons will tell us how to live. Everybody has to realize that tomorrow, if there are no jobs and if everybody is selling pakoras, who will buy them? And who will talk about Beti Parao, Beti Bachao, when the MLAs and the MPs and the cadres molesting and outraging the modesty of women? Let good sense prevail into everybody. Jai Hind, Vande Mataram. Ure, ure, 
যদি ঝড় বাদলে আধার রাতে দুয়ার দেয় ঘরে যদি ঝড় বাদলে আধার রাতে দুয়ার দেয় ঘরে তবে পথের কাটা তুই রক্ত মাখা চরণ তলে একলা দল রে যদি তোর ডাক শুনে কেউ না তবে একলা চল রে যদি তোর ডাক শুনে কেউ না তবে একলা চল রে